ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies DC Sports Rundown. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course, it's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG coming through with DJ. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a a wet Thursday night in the DMV, a live DC sports rundown with the sideline junkies, man. What's going on, KG? Hey, man, I'm I'm feeling good. Um, I, I'm glad that we, even though it's wet, uh, hope everybody's staying safe out there with the the flooding that we have going on. Um, but just please be careful if you don't have to be out. Don't go out, and if you see large standing bodies of water, avoid them because you don't know how deep they are. So, okay, okay. Well, on this edition of DC Sports Rundown, and uh, we are live right now, but this will be available on all our listening platforms. So, uh, you know, catch us live. You you're able to catch us when the show drops on whatever you listen to podcasts on. So. Tonight's topic, we stay in local. Um, we stay in Washington football team. That'll be up first. We'll talk some Washington football team. Um, they got the lines coming up next. Kind of get into that game just a little bit. We're not going to be on here long. And then when I want to talk the bulk of the show about the upcoming NBA season with the Washington Wizards. So, KG, um, let's dive right into the Washington football team. And... What do you think, and and I, and I apologize because one, when we got off the air Sunday, when we did Sunday Rise, and I put you on the spot and I asked you, did you think the football team could make the playoffs? And you didn't want to answer it, and you answered it. You said yes, and the unfortunate uh, happened with Kyle Allen, him breaking his leg, and you, you felt that was directly toward uh, <laughs> the, the – the question I asked you, you think I jinxed you? Yeah, I, I took that to uh, heart. I'm not even going – it wasn't your fault because I – even though you said it, I didn't have to repeat the P word. And it, it's just it, – it, it's what happened. Um, I got to – I got I to look at it as more along the lines of – I take to heart anything that happens bad, especially when I'm out of routine of what I normally do during a win. And then the next week I'm out of routine and it's a loss. I take that to heart. So. Yeah, and you're supposed to. That's your squad. You know, I understand that. Um, how do you think Alex Alex Smith felt? with What did he just overcame with his leg and almost losing his leg, his life? To see another Washington quarterback with a <clears throat> bad lower extremity injury and him having to come in right after that. I mean, he, we know he's a professional, but do you think the cage was rattled just a little bit? Yeah. I mean, to see something like that, uh, that's not that's not good. I mean, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't look good. How about that? 
Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely didn't look good at all. Um, moving forward, you guys got the lines coming up. Um, I, you know what? I haven't pulled up the... I'm not so used to the live stuff. I haven't pulled up the uh, the lines for it. Okay, let's go. Let's see what we got. There is there is no line. That, oh, yes, it is. I'm sorry. Detroit is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And uh, the betting line is leaning 66% towards Detroit. Um, season record coming in, two-and-six for Washington, three-and-five versus Detroit. And both teams are on losing streaks. Washington one, Detroit two. Let's see here. Washington. Um, passing yards per game, 26. Rushing yards per game, 29th. Yards allowed, 5th, 314. Uh, yards allowed for the Lions. They're 24th in the league. They are 15th passing, 24th rushing. Something got to give somewhere. Yeah, and you got to think about it like this. This defense is supposed to be uh, dominant um, because of the front seven, uh, the Alabama boys, Chase Young, the showstopper, Ryan Kerrigan. You know, they're supposed to be stopping people, and the offense is supposed to be the Achilles heel. Well, in actuality, it's both sides of the ball. So I got to look at it. As they're going to have to run the ball, but they're going to have to stop Alex Smith from throwing down the field. I'd rather see Alex Smith playing, you know, like Alex Smith ball, dinking and dunking. But those dinking and dunkings, you got guys that can turn it up. Um, Cam Sims, Antonio Gibson, of course, Scary Terry and Terry McLaurin. That's just three, an example of three guys that can turn it up and turn small chip plays into chunk plays, if you understand what I'm saying. Now, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I, I've been calling for uh, the offense to get more creative, to get these guys the ball, you know, to find a way. you got to get creative. When you can't move. You're not, you know, moving the ball up and down the field like you want to. you got to dig in that bag a little bit more. You have to find ways to get your people that can make – a uh, five-yard catch turned into a 40-yard gain. You know, you have to find those ways. <clears throat> I'm sorry, ways. So with that being said, let me ask you this. This is something I, I always ask. This is something I, would, I witnessed watching my Buffalo Bills for years. Do you think the offense is tiring out the defense? Well, that's the case. You know, when you get a bunch of three and outs, uh, especially quick three and outs, you know, run, run, incompletion or incompletion, incompletion, run. And the defense haven't had a chance to get a sip of Gatorade. Them boys going to be tired, man. They are going to be absolutely positively tired. So I really do think that uh, that that that's a problem that we do have. So if we go down and you have a 10-play drive that eats up six, seven minutes and you come away with three, I think it's better for the defense because that defense plays better. 
but we got to start scoring seven instead of three. Them days are three, three here and three there. Now nah, we need seven every drive now because that's the only way we're going to win. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that goes that goes for any team. But like I said, if your offense can't put together sustainable drives and the defense got to keep trotting back on the field, it's just a matter of time before they wear down and, you know, a misstep here leads to a big hole, big gain. And speaking of big holes and big gains, guess who's coming to town, KG? Who was that? Adrian Peterson. You are absolutely right. Adrian Peterson, all day, AP, is coming to town. And, you know, any player, you know, against a former team, you know, they cut him. And, you know, he's going to be, every time he touches the ball, he's going to be looking home run. So that's another factor you're going to have to deal with with the Lions. On top of having a a decent quarterback in Matthew Stafford, um, you know he is what he is. He's he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I don't I don't put him. Uh, I don't want to get into the quarterback rating, but he's a, he's he's not a top tier, but he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's dangerous when he catches fire, and they can get that offense rolling quick and put up. They can put up a couple of touchdowns, several, not several, let's say three or four. So you don't want to get in a match where you're going back and forth with a hot Matt Stafford. You got to control the ball, like KG say. You need to run the ball, control the clock. If Alex Smith is your starter, then you need to play Alex Smith ball, which is ball control. Short, uh, safe throws, maybe take a shot every now and again. You know, you, you owe that to Terry McLaurin, I think, because he's so dangerous. Um, I don't have the stat up. But Terry McLaurin is leading the league in yards after catch. I don't know exactly, but he is number one yards after catch, and that's just what we was talking about, getting him the ball on some quick slant, screen, bubble screens, and letting him work his magic, letting him get through the defenders. You know, you if you play the right game of offense, you play that chess match, and you kind of can keep the defense on their toes, if you burn them on a screen, a little bubble screen, a little wide receiver screen, Guess what? Now you you done burnt them. They're going to be, you know, itching for that and trying to stop that. Hit them over the top. Or do a draw, fake uh, quarterback pump, fake, right to the draw. Give it to Gibson, let them run. Keep them, you know, off balance. So I guess it's easier said than done, KG, because, you know, I mean, we say this stuff every week, don't we? Yeah, we do. Just like uh, we tell the Cowboys, give Zeke the ball 25, 30 times and you'll win. But two weeks ago, well, three weeks ago against uh, Dallas, they listen. Hopefully they listen this year. I mean, this week, you know, keep it. Uh, keep it, keep, keep it 100 and just do what you got to do. All right. So before we move on to. Uh, the Wizards. Give me a per, give me your prediction for this game. Uh, uh, early prediction for. Yeah, give me a, give me uh, early, early prediction. We, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do it again on Sunday Rise oh, officially. Okay. You know, but early prediction. Uh, let me go Washington. 
13, uh, Detroit, 9. Okay. Um, I'm not going to be as uh, DMV-like right now. I think this is going to get out of hand. I think what we just said about Washington not being able to move the ball is going to come back to haunt him this game. And Detroit is going to get rolling. And we look probably looking at I, I think I think we're looking at twenty-eight to seventeen. That's what I'm saying. Twenty er, early score. I mean it's only it's only Thursday. Something might sway my mind this weekend. You know what I mean? NGM, Vegas, something might, you know, push me back down. But right now I'm saying twenty-eight seventeen Lions. Don't hate me, okay? <laughs> um we don't have to take no breaks. So we're going to roll right into the NBA season is right upon us. So let me give you a couple of tidbits about the 2021 NBA season. All right. So the 2021 NBA season is starting December 22nd. And they're, they're playing 72 games, which is 10 less than a normal 82 games. Free agency. We'll start 6 p.m. on November 20th uh, with signings permitted at 12.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 22nd. Everything's kind of being moved up. The normal week time before you can sign a free agent has been pushed back to two days because of the, the short start. Um, the NBA draft is next. Is the 18th Wednesday? Yeah, the Wednesday. 8 p.m. So we get to see where uh, – the ball of uh, the ball brothers going and kind of how the dominoes are going to fall in that. I know the Wizards, the team we're talking about, I know they have some rumblings about maybe trying to move up in the draft. Um, as far as that, team by team, as far as attendance, the way things are going around here in the DMV right now, it doesn't look like that's going to happen because the COVID cases are rising rapidly. Uh, Baltimore had to up their restrictions. Um, the PG County County Executive locally just just put some more lockdown restrictions that go into effect Sunday, 5 p.m. So um, far as fans, it's not looking too hot. Now, I would be interested to see if I, I assume they're going to play at their arenas because I, I, you can't. The NBA bubble was for the playoffs. You can't have 32 teams at an NBA bubble. I wouldn't think so. So I don't see them saying anything about a bubble. I'm assuming it's going to be, you know, them traveling from uh, arena to arena like you normally would probably be just without fans. So we'll find out who's going to have fans, I guess, closer to the December start date. So KG – we talking about the Wizards, like we always do. And but first, I, first I, let's, let's talk about the draft. They had the ninth pick. What do we think the Wizards need? I'm not, not the particular player. What do you think they're going to do with the roster they have now, and what do they need? All right, B. You, you 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 put me on the spot because I got so I mean like granted I'm a Bulls fan but I've 
watch this Washington Wizards team because, you know, it's a local team. Of course, I'm going to watch it. And I have had high expectations for this team uh, two years now. And I, I, I owe you lunch because of <laughs> what this team has not done. So um, my thinking with your free agency, I'm thinking going big man. And when I say big man, I'm talking not power forward. I'm talking center and possibly point guard. You need a point guard that's going to be steady and, dare I say it, the heir apparent to uh, one John Wall. And I got a couple point guards in mind, and neither one of them are LaMelo LaMelo Bowl. Because I really don't – and people are saying LaMelo, I don't care as long as he's not in a Bulls uniform – I am happy. Go with be everywhere you want to be, but I don't want that circus in Chicago. Yeah, it's it's a lot of baggage that come with Lamelo Ball. Unfortunately, even if he has a a high ceiling, like the Lakers found out with Lonzo, the dad comes with it. it Seems like you know uh, the dad's calmed down a bit because he 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 basically got he helped. I'm not gonna say it was all him, but he helped Lonzo get out of uh, L.A. quick. Because they, they weren't dealing with that. So, but back to the Wizards. Um, man, I'm trying to figure out the scenario in my head that I want to go with. Um, because it's a couple of scenarios, right? You got, first of all, let me let me make this abundantly clear. The Wizards' time for... The small window they had for maybe competing for the Eastern Conference, that's gone. So if you're a Wizards fan and you're listening to this, I hate to crush your dreams. That's over with. Okay? You have the Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers, the Heat, the 76ers, the Nets. That's seven teams. And the Nets didn't play with KD. Now the rumor is that James Harden might be interested in joining the Nets. Okay? Just to put a little – just to paint the picture a little bit. Just to put a little hair on the tree right here. Just right here. Just a little color. Okay? The Wizards' time for being an Eastern top conference top dog, that's over. So when I say that, you know where I'm going. It's time to rebuild it. And unfortunately, whether you like Bradley Bill, whether if you don't like him, I'm in the middle with him. I don't really like him. I don't really not like him. I'm in the middle. Um, That's your most valuable piece. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think New Orleans. Is it New Orleans had multiple number one picks? Bradley Bill is going to have to be a three-team trade. It's going to have to be multiple suitors in for that. Um, Tommy Shepard, the GM that took over for Ernie Grunfield, this is still something he has to work out. The the mess Ernie Grunfield left, this is like a three- to five-year rebuild. 
and I say three on a generous end. You draft you draft somebody, you get lucky. Maybe Hachimura or Troy Brown Jr. take a big step this year and become big trip contributors. Um, that's that's a, always an option. Uh, I, I'm still sour from the Kelly Oubre trade. I, I really like Kelly Oubre. I like his energy. Um, I liked his wingspan, <laughs> everything, you know, and I thought he was a really good fit for Washington, the, the, you know, but Washington didn't think so. They, they're going with Troy Brown Jr. The jury's still on Troy Brown Jr. Um, Hachimura was in his rookie season last year, put up some decent numbers, had some flashes. Um, so definitely looking forward to, uh, what he puts down in his second campaign. So with that being said, of course, everybody knows John's making $40 million. Brad's at 28 I think. Okay, so what? If the Wizards come in, now, of course, you know, KG, what the, what's the normal trade deadline? Was it February 22nd, something like that? Normally, normally the week of, um, if All-Star Game is on Sunday, it's normally that Thursday. Here's what I – if I'm Tommy Shepard, this is what I'm doing because you don't know for sure if Bradley Bill's going to sign back with you. I'm putting my chips on the table to the no. I'm putting everything I have in the bank to say he's not going to resign. Everybody wants him. He has a chance to go to a contender and win. I'm going to put all my chips on no. If John comes back – and plays like John Wall. We've seen we we see people talk about all the time about oh they you know people not gonna be willing to take this contract or that contract and somebody always work it out. I'm saying unload both of them. If you can lo- unload Bill before the season, before the draft, and get some value for him to re- start rebuilding this team. If John comes out and shows that he can still move up or down the floor and he could be John Wall, a contender is going to come with John Wall. Just think of John Wall running point guard in Miami. Think of John Wall running point guard in Milwaukee. Think of John Wall running point guard for one of the L.A. teams. For the, for the Warriors. Now, I don't know their financials, but trust me, if they want him, they'll make it work. So I'm not buying into the John Wall, Bradley Bill, self-proclaimed best backcourt in the league. They haven't won anything. And at this point, they're not going to win anything. I just reeled off seven teams that's better than this Wizards team. They still have to sign Dave Bertans back, which I like, sharpshooter. And, of course, his price has doubled now because he proved he's very valuable. He's a little injury prone. So you got to decide if you want to make that uh, sign or not. I probably would. Ion Mahimi, you can take him as far away from here as you can. That experiment should be done. Um. Of course, Hachimura, Troy Brown Jr., and a host of other people. 
this is this is a rebuild. This is a rebuild. Um, out of those seven teams, I named, they're not going to be Miami. They're not going to be Miami. They're not going to be a be a KD led Nets team. Um, if Giannis stays in Milwaukee, they're not going to beat Milwaukee. They're not going to beat the Celtics. They're not going to beat the Raptors. The 76ers depends on what the 76ers do because they're interested in James Harden too. So if I have almost, what's that? Um, 40, 20, almost $70 million in your backcourt. If I'm paying $70 million for my backcourt, I expect to be deep in the playoffs, East Finals, somebody talking about the Wizards. That's not going to be the case. I'm trying to look at it as positive and realistically as I can. KG. Brother. Talk to me. Well, first and foremost, what's going on? Ben Conti of All In Sports. Glad you could join us. Oh, I, you know what? I wasn't even looking at the phone. I see. Do I do I hate the Wizards? Um, I hate the mediocrity for the last twenty years. I hate John Wall and Bradley Bill t- toting that they're the best backcourt in the league, and they can't even get barely get to the playoffs. And if they get there, they can't get out the first round. Um how Ernie Grunfeld has ran his team into the ground. So I'm over John Wall and Bradley Bill. You can't, nobody can honestly give me a scenario. Nobody wants to come here. Okay, this is a, this is a wasteland. No one wants to come here. Who are you going to get to come here? The, the, the one person that I thought would come here because of the Kentucky ties and how close he was to John Wall was DeMarcus Cousins, which would have been a great fit, a healthy Bradley Bill, a healthy John Wall, healthy DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins passed it up. So I'm just trying to be realistic. I want to see this team win. And, and sometimes in order to win, you have to make sacrifices. Brad had this team all to himself last year and managed 30 and a half points a game, which I think is five points shy from what he been, should have been averaging. He had a team of nobodies around him. Absolute nobodies. James Harden got Russell Westbrook. He 36, 40, 50 points a game. I forgot I had the stat in front of me of how many 40, 50 point games I had this because I just wanted to compare when people call him an elite scorer, he's not there yet. He's a really good scorer, but elite scorers, James Harden, LeBron, Kawhi, Steph, could put you 45, 50 in a bowl, you know, and, and lick the spoon looking at you. <laughs> Brad's not there. It's nights where Brad barely got 20. Just think about that. Think about what team he's on. I'm, it's basically playing with a bunch of midgets. 
and you're the superstar, but you play like a midget. Let me let me say this, B. Looking at this, uh, <laughs> please send him to the Lakers. Uh, the, the Lakers actually want him. The Lakers- say what you're gonna say, KG, and I'm gonna get into where I, why Bradley Bill needs to go where he needs to go. Looking at this team, uh, yeah, I agree with you, and I, you know, I'm looking at over the draft. I can do it. I can send John Wall. I can send this whole backcourt away. And I could draft me a new backcourt because I still have Troy Brown. I still have Thomas Bryant. Um, I would re-sign uh, Jerry and Grant. Uh, you still have Hachimura. Ian Mahimi, bye. You can go. Uh, I would like to get – I would get Shabazz Napier back. Uh, re-sign Gary Payton. Uh mm-hmm. Wagner. The Mahimi experiment is done. After Thomas Bryant came in here, Thomas Bryant was a pleasant surprise from the Lakers. Okay? That that, that killed the Mahimi experiment. He's done. And he, he's making, I think it's 13 or 14 million. That's over. Okay. But I'm drafting B. And if you have, if I, if I'm going to trade Bradley Bill, I'm going to get a first round pick. Somebody's going to give me a first round pick, and it has to be in the lottery for Bradley Bill or John Wall. But I'm getting first round picks for both. No, but one don't. of them has to be a, a because, in my opinion, the Wizards would do well with the young kid out of Memphis who was robbed of his college career because of his ties to one Anthony Hardaway Penny, and that's James Wiseman. And I, I think with development, and I don't think – I mean, first and foremost, get rid of Scott Brooks. And that's that's one of the main problems right there. That's sitting us off. That's one of the main problems. Scott Brooks is not the future coach of this team. He's not the he's not the man that's going to bring this w- t- uh, team to winning. All right? But you got to go younger. You can't go retrade. You can't go get Rudy Tomjanovich. You got to go younger. You got to do like the Rockets did, where they got Paul Silas' son. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on what what road they're going to take. Now, you're definitely not going to get too much of anything for John Wall because if you you can unload John Wall, it's benefiting you because you're getting rid of that forty mil. Somebody's taking on that contract, so you could send me a ham sandwich back. And, I, and there's no knock to John Wall. I love John Wall. But when you're talking about getting rid of that type of contract to rebuild your team, you're not going to get anything in return because you're basically – you have to give him away. Now, Brad, you can get the house for. And I think if the right deal comes, you might see the Wizards leap up to one of them top three picks. So – Ben says something about sending him to the Lakers. Like, Ben, let me tell you why Lakers, Nets, um, the Clippers. Let me tell you why he would be a great fit at those teams. Because he's not a good number one. He's not a good number one. He needs to be a number two and a half. So if he goes to the Lakers, he got LeBron and AD. The pressure's not on him. Like I just said, he's here in Washington. 
They gave him a brand new Ferrari, keys to a brand new Ferrari. The engine's already broken. And they said, look, we paved your road from Maryland to California. Burn that thing up. Brad doing 45 miles an hour. That's what I compare his game to with the Wizards. On that, on this team this year, Brad should have been averaging 34, 36 points a game. Easy. Easy. He come in at 30 and a half. I expect 30 and a half with John on the floor. Like, that's not, for me, that's not moving the needle. John on the floor, they got their full team. Let's just say the, the roster they got now completely healthy. I expect 30 and a half from Bill then. You're talking about a whole bunch of, you know, G League players and stuff. You have the ultimate green light to shoot. A coach is scared of you. You can do what you want. You average 30 and a half points. Um, so the Lakers, the Nets, um, probably Philadelphia, Miami, where he doesn't have to be the alpha. He will probably thrive. More than likely, he would. He has to go someplace like that. If he goes someplace where he has to be the number one, you're going to see the same results. They're not going to move. They're not going to go nowhere. He needs to be a number two and have a solid number one. Like John's a (sighs) – this is John's team, but John's not a true number one. Like number one option on the team. That's LeBron. That's Kawhi. That's Steph. That's James Harden. John Wall is not in that category with them. You know, I love John Wall. You know, but when you when you put things into perspective, you 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 put people. I, I can't sit here. I can't put John Wall in LeBron can't James category. True number one, KD. I, I'm not putting Bradley Bill in the category with those guys. Or John Wall. So that's what I'm saying when you Tommy Shepard, I think he's done a hell of a job so far. I mean, the Ernie what Ernie Grunfeld left you is when you go in your closet and you got a box full of wires for that you've been collecting for 15 years. And you see that one cord you need to to hook up the PS1, but you gotta spend an hour untangling it. That's what that's where Ernie Grunfeld left. You know what, B? I, I'm still trying to figure out how Ernie Grunfeld had a job for as long as he did. But it was, you know, trade deadline uh, moves, um, things like that, being able to get Karan Butler, Antoine James, and those guys. But And I always say, you wouldn't have never had the big three with Gil – Karan and Antoine had MJ not freed up the money. He sent all those players to Dallas for Jawan, you know, sent Jawan to Dallas and got those young Tyron contracts back. So that's because of, he can't take credit for the big three here in DC. That's the MJ move because MJ facilitated that before he was let go. Now, Ernie, Ernie cannot, he could have built the winner here, but it's like, this was one stop where he just couldn't get it right. Now, Tommy Shepard, yes, is trying to undo it. But Tommy Shepard also has to say, you know what? I got to do something in-house to 
make up for the things that were done. The the wasted draft picks, one that comes to mind, Jan Vesely. Jan Vesely. Um uh, geez. I mean, I can name so many daggone foreign players that Ernie picked that never even suited up and played for the Wizards. Uh Peter John Ramos. Picks like that is what Tommy Shepard is undoing. Because if 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 Tommy's gonna gonna be a good GM, he's gonna have to start in-house. He's gonna have to do what the Warriors did. He's gonna have to draft well and build talent. So when you're playing for the DC Go-Go or the Capital City Go-Go, I mean, then you gotta you gotta do something. You gotta do something better than what, what you've been doing. So if you can't get James Wiseman. You know who I'd pick? And, and this may be bad, but I would pick Cole Anthony with the ninth pick. Uh-oh. Y- yeah, uh-oh. Because nobody's looking at Cole Anthony. Oh, shit. Yeah, I-, I know. That's what you'll hear. But you need a point guard of the future because John's not going to stay ha- healthy. And Ben, why do you say no? Why not pick Cole Anthony? You need a point guard for the future. You're not going to get your big. They're talking about taking a big guy out of USC. I don't see that working out. He's only got one year of experience. And I I, I got to see what he did to make that warranted for him to be a lottery pick. But I just, if you can't go big, you got to go point guard. You because know, somebody, <laughs> somebody made a good point on uh, somebody. I forgot who it was, but I'm, I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook. And they said, the Wizards take another damn um, um Small forward. They're going to be completely done with them. And like I said, it just depends on the direction they're going to go. Like Tommy Shepard knows, you know, he's working the phones. He knows, you know, I, I think he knows the truth. And I think that's Brad's not going to sign back here when you can go to L.A. Where is Brad from? Okay. You can go to L.A. The Clippers or the Lakers. The Clippers need them. I think the Clippers would give up. I don't think they have the capital. Because for Brad, like you said, you're looking to rebuild and you want picks. So you would have to, like I said, it's going to have to be like a three-team deal. Brad is from St. Louis. St. Louis. Okay. So he's a city boy. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. But just just imagine. Here in D.C. versus L.A. You know, yeah. versus versus New York with KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Like when that time comes where he's going to have to sign. You know, and the I think the Wizards dodged a bullet by him not making all NBA team because that would have garnered him the supermax like John got. So I think they dodged the bullet because then the Wizards would have offered it to him. And if he declined it, now you have that awkward silence in the room. Now that pink elephant sitting in the room because he declined it, now you know he's leaving. And now guess what? His trade value plummets because the teams that are, that are interested in him be like, nah, we'll wait to the end of the season now. You know, unless, unless, unless you're on the cusp of winning, like the Heat probably could have used Bradley Bill in the, in the championship, would it change the tide? Probably not. 
Probably not. Probably not. The Lakers wanted that that championship. Um, I think it probably went seven games with Bill. But yeah, I mean, just think of that that dodge bullet. Him not making all NBA. Uh, I'm, 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 go ahead, KG. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna say this, and I agree with you, Ben. They do need a shooter, but Bradley Bill is supposed to be your shooter. He's he's supposed to be your knockdown, drag out, off the screen spot up. He's supposed to be your shooter, and of course, Bertans, uh, Hachimura can shoot a little, but not much. He's he's coming into it. Not worried about that. But I'm gonna ask you a question, B. You said uh, L.A. or New York. Now, New York is the mecca of basketball. No, I ain't talking about the Knicks. I'm talking about the Nets. Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, I ain't, okay, nobody Brooklyn. wants to go to the Nets. The, I think that might be the only team, one of the worst teams, and people not want to come to Washington right now on the Knicks. And, okay. Ben, I agree with you about Bertans. I like Bertans, but because he did what he did in Washington with shooting and showed he's a sharpshooter, his price has doubled, and they really can't afford that. So they're going – and he's a little injury-prone. So, like, I like him, but sometimes you got to cut your losses and move on. And then you got to see what you got in the stable. Now, this is the thing. Uh, you can send Brad to L.A., and it could be the Clippers or the Lakers. Either way, you got to play at the Staples Center. And it, it, it's funny you bring that up because as much of 2K20 that I play and playing with the Lakers and my play and all that, the first thing, David Aldridge. Good old DA says, it's not everybody can handle the glitz and glamour of L.A. Now, most of these dudes that want to go to L.A. because they want to play with LeBron, they want to play with A.D., they want to play for Vogel and Jason Kidd, who would be an excellent coach here. But by you having a good point guard like John Wall, I think he would develop John Wall a little bit more, but that's another show. Um, Most of those guys can't handle D.C. nightlife. Pre-COVID, what makes you think that they can handle the lights of L.A., the scrutiny of L.A.? That's, it's showtime, baby. That's going to be for them to deal with. Right now, the Wizards, and you know what? Like I said, I know L.A. wants him. I know the Clippers want him. The Heat has talked about want him. I don't think they have enough. For me, they don't have enough capital to get Brad. Like, unless they're going to call New Orleans – which I think has the multiple number one picks, and then package that, then yeah, it's just not enough for me. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Oh, and as far as you talking about somebody developing John, KG, John is done. John has reached his end. There is no more upside for John Wall. That's it. That's it. There is no more developing him. And he is what he is at this point. He's a damn good point guard when he's healthy. But there is no developing John Wall. Now, if you're talking about 10 years ago, yeah. Jason Kidd would have made a whole bunch of sense. Yeah, but you, right, you hear that? Hear what? What I hear? You, you hear them helicopters? That's the people looking for you. Yeah, they, they might be looking for me. The Wizards might have sent somebody out here because I'm killing them right now. It, it, it's well-deserved. People here... If you follow the Wizards, you're tired of seeing that that ball. Nobody wants to go to Capuana Arena to see that. Well, give, that's, give me something to watch. Well, hold on. I I, I got to say this, and 
I, I I've watched Bullets games. I've watched Wizard games when they were when they before they were on uh, CSN when they were on HTS. And I stayed up late to watch those games. I mean, the most excited I've ever seen Washington outside of the big three era with Gilbert Arenas was those years where you had that, that small mid-90s run from transitioning from Bullets to Wizards when you had Chris Webber, uh, Rod Strickland, Jawan Howard, um, Calvert Chaney, and those guys were actually playing as a team. Then you took talent and put it together and i think you know bernie bickerstaff did a damn good job with those guys but you're not going to see that type of excitement anymore because everybody they're tired of getting excited for little stuff like that going to the playoffs being a sacrificial lamb as the eighth seed because you made the playoffs on the last day of of the regular season and they're tired of being that sacrificial lamb and going out, and then the next season, it's the same thing over and over. You're ne- you're never moving the needle. Never, never, and that's and, the problem. See the thing, and I, <clears throat> I always have high hopes for this team every why. year because I see the talent. To say for for Bradley Beal to say, you you got a chance to play in a bubble, eight games. Oh, my shoulder hurt. Man, if you don't put that goddamn shoulder in a damn sleeve and go out there and ball, if it ain't falling off, I don't care. But it soured me on him. I'm done with Bradley Beal. It did. I'm so glad you brought that up. That showed me a lot. If that if that shoulder isn't bleeding, like you you were playing God of War on PlayStation and you got transferred in there and and somebody cut your shoulder off, like you should have been in the bubble. Right before the right before that, John said he was a hundred and ten percent healthy. Okay, if you're a hundred percent ten percent healthy, why your ass ain't at the bubble? Because y'all were basically given a playoff spot. Exactly. They were given a playoff spot. So if John's saying he's a hundred and ten, this is why I say I'm tired of John Wall and Bradley Bill and their mouth because they keep they they. They said this three or four months ago. We're the best backcourt in the league. Where? When? Because last time I checked, the Wizards ain't been in no damn East Finals. Now, give me an East Finals. You go out in six, seven games. Y'all fought tooth and nail. Okay. Let's talk about y'all being the best backcourt in the league. But y'all ain't proved nothing. So, yes, the, the KG, the, the bubble soured me. Wait, because you already know I, I kill Bradley Bill. That's what I do. I'm a Bradley Bill killer. I told you, I don't like him. I don't hate him. I, I'm in between. I think he can do way better than what he's doing. That shoulder injury, quote unquote. And I let, let's 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 be fair. Maybe the Wizards shut him down. Maybe before next week we see him traded to another team, and that's why they shut him down. True. You know now. so. Hold on. Let, 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 oh, Brad got some, has a newborn. I, I get that. But you also have a job to do, Ben. You and sure do. even even if the Wizards were to play with Bradley Bill, and they didn't have to be, they could have moved up. And if I'm not mistaken, they were in reach of not only the eighth seed, they were in reach of the seventh seed. And Orlando leapfrogged them, which in turn had the Bulls leapfrog the Wizards. So 
it was no way in hell that they couldn't go out there and ball out, and you could have made it to the seventh seed. And and and, and Ben, I understand what you're saying. You don't want the sacrificial AC, but what we're saying is, if the season would have continued, they wouldn't have made the playoffs, right? Because they were still, I think, the ninth seed. The NBA restructured everything. They basically gave them a playoff spot. Brad said, oh, my shoulder hurt. I'm not coming. At the last minute. And then right before that, John said, I'm, a, I'm 110, 110% healthy. So if you're 110% healthy, why are you not in Orlando? Why are y'all not taking advantage of this situation? Y'all keep claiming y'all the best backcourt in the league. All right, go show us in Orlando. Y'all up. It's y'all turn. It's y'all turn. Show us y'all the best backcourt in the league. And crickets, like always. And that's, I think, I don't speak for all Wizards fans. I'm, you know, I'm me. So I'm speaking for me. That's what I'm tired of. They keep talking. They keep talking. They keep talking. And then we have no results. No banners to hang. Uh, Capital One Arena is only filled when the Lakers come to town. When Golden State comes to town, when the Clippers come to town, when the 76ers come to town. When, when the Mystics see, play. Mystics, well, they don't even play there no more. No, but they, the, the Mystics used to sell that building out better than the, than the Wizards did. So this is, what, this is what you're tired of. And that's what I'm saying. Give me a real – anybody, anybody that's listening to this, give me a realistic – I'm, I'm going to post this in a group, in a Sideline Junkies 24-7 group. Give me a realistic scenario where the Wizards could be competitive in this Easter Conference this year. All right, B. We got two minutes left. Two minutes. So within stopping, no one comes to see the Clippers. <laughs> they do. Now that they got Kawhi and, P- and PG-12 uh, or whatever you call his name. but PG-7. Two minutes. All right, go ahead. Dra- Here we go. Draft night. Um, you got the number. Let's say they stick at number nine. Who are you picking at that number nine spot? Um, I don't know, KG. I, I don't even know. I can't tell you. Uh, I'm looking at the thing. It says Isaac Okoro from Auburn. Um, I I don't I don't know, man. I I want them. If they can, to try to move up and get a a Kongu from USC, I think that's how you get Kongu. Yeah, that's the guy that's gonna fall to their lap. They said he's gonna wind up here anyway. Um, but but at the same time, Thomas Bryant is is a hell of a player. So, So let me scratch that. No, you need Brad or John's replacement. Point simple. I don't know who that is. You need to replace Brad or John. That's who it is. It, and, and it come draft night, Brad might not be here. So that might be the might be the replacement there. So it's a lot of scenarios that can go up to next week. So And we'll get in we 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 got time to get into it. So you don't you don't have to pick a concrete player right now. I just want to know off the top of your head. Okay. Now before we get out of here, I'm going to throw a name at you. And then, Ben, uh, we need to talk about Cole Anthony off air. So I- I'll have to hit you up and you got to explain that to me. Um, and Peppermint Patty P. 
I think that's what we're gonna start calling Paul George Peppermint Patty P. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, Jalen Smith from Maryland. Would you take a fly on him at number nine? Uh, six foot ten, two twenty five. Um, f- uh, basically a floor spacing shot blocking bead. Are you taking the chance on the local kid? What what position is he? He's a power forward who can shoot the three. He shot. He made thirty seven percent of his free throw. I mean, thirty percent of his thirty seven percent of his three pointers. How how tall is he? Uh, six foot ten. I I, I could go with that because he doesn't. Have, if he can if he can play combo forward, and he could be on the floor at the same time with Hachimura, Thomas Bryan, Hachimura. Let's just say to keep uh, Wall and Bill. Wall and Bill on the floor at the same time. Yeah. Now, one thing that he would have to do, he's he's got to get in the weight room. Um, looking at his draft profile, they say he has a thin lower body that can be fixed. Um, put him with a trainer and let him bulk up a little bit down low. Uh, because it's a lot of players that were thin, but you couldn't move them. They were immovable objects because they they bulked up down down low. Um. But seven foot two wingspan and can block shots, can shoot the three. I don't see how you can go wrong. Just my thoughts. Okay, G. You said we gotta get out of here. You taking us out? Yeah. So if you joined us for the live, I seen J Bo, uh, James. I seen you jump in. Uh, ben, thank you for joining us. Your commentary. We still gonna talk about Cole Anthony. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you don't want them. But uh, this has been a live broadcast presented by Spot by Podbean of Sideline Junkies DC Sports Rundown. That's the boss, BJ. I'm the big guy, KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace. Thank you.